The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleya Mosin. And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Saleya Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take D.C., We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. Hello and welcome to episode 691 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What is going on, everyone? Happy Monday, but more importantly, happy Halloween. What is going on, everybody? Hope you had a fantastic weekend. Hope you're ready for so the trick-or-treaters tonight. Hope you got all your uh, you know your decorations. We actually uh, went out this weekend and got some tombstones to put in our front yard. So this is actually the second Halloween with me and the fiance at our new house, and actually the first Halloween with Meadow Pup. So I'm excited to put her in a taco costume tonight, and she'll be uh, greeting all the trick or treaters. But cannot wait. We got the full size candy bars ready to go. I want to be the cool guy, the cool house on the new street uh, where we have uh, the best decorations and we give out the best candy bars. But don't think you're gonna pull a fast one on me. Don't come up to me dressed up as as, you know, a, a, you know, a jack-o'-lantern, throw off the, the suit, put on a sheet and be a ghost and think you can get another candy bar. No, 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 no. I'll be tracking who you are tonight. No, no double dips, no double dips. If it's late, I'll give you more, but Hey, don't, don't be coming here trying to take advantage, but just know that, Hey, the best candy bars, full size ones will be handed out at the Josh Applebaum household here. So get after it guys. Let's have a great day. Uh, it's Monday. It's Halloween. It's the last day in November, but more importantly, guys, we are running hot. How about a 7-0 weekend, baby? 7-0. You love to see it. UFC 2-0. Data-driven bets here on both Griffin and Acosta come through. College football. How about K-State and UCF? Both of those unranked home favorites versus ranked opponents or worse ranking with some sharp line moves. K-State actually went out and did some errands with the fiance, and uh, I didn't even look at the score. I came home. It was 48-0. Wow. 
coming up bigly here with the Wildcats. Then also, guys, how about a nice sweep in the NFL? 4-0. Carolina uh, should have probably won that game, but covered the number. Fine with me. Great uh, teachable moment of a line that was sharp from the start, sharp to the end. Uh, that was actually at one point plus six and a half. I believe it closed at some shops as those like Carolina getting three and a half. So again, that nonstop severe line move came through obviously with Carolina, which was great. Uh, we also got Minnesota on the money line. They end up covering the regular spread, but I'm not going to, not going to get annoyed by cashing a money line play. I'll be happy about any kind of bet we cash. But the one I liked with that was obviously the favorite coming off a buy system match, which was huge. Uh, we also had Washington had to sweat that one pretty much the entire game, a huge uh, final drive there with the Commanders to win the game outright, but that was a plus three. That was pretty much trending all the way toward Commanders from start to finish. And then lastly, Seattle, another money line play that cashed. Uh, again, they cover the number there, but another example of a fishy, fishy number. Why on earth uh, did Seattle open minus three and actually get juiced up to some shops closer to minus three and a half when you have such heavy betting there on the NYG G-men there? So that told me that, hey, trendy dog giants, yet line is, is opening up fishy favorite Seattle and never got down to two and a half, got juiced up even further to three and a half at some shops. So you love to see it, guys. Seven and oh. Uh, actually, I actually I just undersold this four, five, six, seven, eight, eight and oh. Isn't that a, isn't that a tough situation when you screw up your seven and oh? It's actually an eight and oh. Yeah, two and oh UFC, two and oh college. That's four. Then four and oh NFL. That's eight. So look look at me over here. I'm screwing it up in a good way. It's actually eight and oh. Check that. Reverse the pod. Rewind it. Restart it. Eight and oh baby. You love to see it. Uh, Friday was two and two minus zero point two six units. But FIU did come through. ECU came through, which was great. NHL was 0-2 with Carolina and Pittsburgh. But either way, guys, a fantastic weekend. 8-0. You love to see it. And, you know, pour one out for those for those people who just don't believe in data. The earth is flat. Uh, you know, JFK was an inside job. Why didn't Malcolm Butler play in the Super Bowl? Percentages are meaningless. It was really a tough weekend for those those skeptics, those flat earthers, the people who don't believe in gravity and tell you the percentages are meaningless. Line moves are meaningless. All the data is corrupt. It's all fake news. Okay, you got it, buddy. Well, uh, hope hope you're betting based on gut instinct did you very well this weekend because us over here on the Market Insights pod, we're just going to keep grinding uh, the data-driven sharp contrarian plates. And guess what? The proof is in the pudding. Uh, again, and I've never been more motivated, honestly, guys, to, you know, this is my system that I've been doing for, God, I don't even know, almost 10 years at this point. Uh, but I get more motivated when the haters give me, like, give me energy. They keep questioning it. They tell me it's all BS. Okay, well, let's just keep grinding and prove, like, every win that we cash with a data-driven contrarian play with an unranked home fave ranked opponent, K-State, or with a fade the trendy dog, or with a UFC low bets higher dollars, every one we cash, it just, just, just feeds into uh, again, the reason why we do what we do, the proof is in the pudding. But again, that's fine. The Twitter haters continue to hate. We'll continue to cash our plays. And again, I'm not telling you this is the only way to bet. Uh, but I am going to tell you this is the way that you know I learned over time and I fully believe in. And the proof is in the pudding. So uh, again, a great weekend for data-driven, sharp, contrarian, wise guys. Say it with me. Contrarian. Say it with me. Percentages, low bets, higher dollars. Say it with me. Reverse line movement. Reverse line movement. It's a myth. It doesn't exist. It's BS. It means nothing. Okay, then why was 60% of bets on Atlanta? Atlanta opened minus 6.5, got all the way down to minus 4 or minus 3.5. What would you call that? If you don't call that reverse line movement, what do you call that? Oh, sharp bet. Oh, but oh, but it's not true. All the numbers from BS, you can't or you can't even trust DraftKings. Okay, uh, then why again were, were, did that line fall to Carolina when everyone was betting Atlanta? So here I am just getting excited because, again, I've been, I've been battling. I've been fighting the good fight. I'm like Mel Gibson and Braveheart. 
you know, with the with the blue paint on my face, just every day checking in to uh, the Twitter sphere to to defend the honor of sharp contrarian data driven betting. Uh, but again, tell me what you would call that reverse line movement RLM. It's fake. It's not real. Okay, tell me about Carolina. I'll give you you know twenty five other examples. But anyway, guys, you can tell I'm feeling saucy today. It's Halloween. I'm excited. I will be doing uh, primetime bets tonight with uh, Tim Murray and Sean King. And you may see an appearance from a stormtrooper. I don't know. I'm thinking about doing my appearance here with some Halloween spirit. So get ready for that tonight, guys. But either way, a lot to get to today. We do have a Monday night football game here. And I tell you what, we have a blueprint hazmat sharp contrarian play, but you got to get the hook on this one. So stay tuned of the full breakdown of Cleveland and Cincinnati. Also a MLB play here, World Series. I've been kind of dabbling MLB. To be honest with you, I haven't been loving MLB as much as during the regular season, uh, but I think there is a chance here to, to bet a sharp line move on one of these two teams and an opportunity to get down on the series price, so we'll talk about that. Uh, one play in the NHL, one play in the NBA. I actually have a thought on NBA in terms of totals. We're seeing something very interesting happen, uh, so I'm going to share with you uh, kind of overall how totals are doing and a specific way to attack the totals that I think could be very beneficial. And then lastly, we'll look ahead a little bit to college this weekend. There are two games, Tennessee and Georgia, with a very interesting bet split and early line move. And then we have a bunch of actually unranked home fave versus ranked opponents. So I'll give you one of them that's kind of catching my eye early in the week. But a lot to get to today, guys, on a re-entry Monday back at it, episode 691 of the Market Insights pod. Uh, so pull up a chair to the virtual bar, and we're going to get after it after an 8-0 weekend. You'll love to see it, guys. Uh, but with that being said, uh, before we dive into all of our bets here, guys, real quick, housekeeping as always. If you haven't done it yet, sign up for the VEASAN newsletter. It's called, now called the VEASAN Daily. It's free. It costs you nothing. If you're listening to this pod, you better be signed up for the newsletter. Just go to VEASAN.com slash, uh, slash newsletter. Put in your email, and as soon as you do, you'll wake up to great sports betting coverage, insights, information every single day, again, for free. So today's newsletter had a link to the Morning Bets pod. Uh, if you haven't uh, noticed yet, I've been doing that morning pod for a little over a month now, almost two months now at this point. Uh, but it's every day, 6, 5, 6.30 a.m. Eastern time it gets posted. You'll have a link there in the newsletter every morning. Uh, but today's newsletter was a lot of Halloween Monday Night Football coverage. So we have Adam Burke, our Ohio resident who moved from Ohio to Vegas and is one of our best writers and one of the sharpest and best guys I know at VEASAN. He's got a breakdown on Bengals-Browns. We have my uh, sharp report here on Monday Night Football. We have Jason Lattice, who's been doing a great job with the NFL prop analyzer. And I got to I gotta tell you guys, I, I didn't really – I'm not a big prop guy in general. Uh, when I, Since I've been doing the sweat with DraftKings every Sunday, I've been diving into more props because they, they love talking about props. And I got to give a lot of credit to VEASAN and Jason Lattice because if you click um, – if you click in the newsletter, this new prop analyzer, it's really, really cool. It'll give you almost like the bet splits page, but for props. So it'll give you all the position players, all the different stat categories, and then it'll give you the current number from DraftKings. Then it'll tell you, like, uh, for example, Jacoby Brissett, DraftKings over under passing yards is 218.5 tonight. He's to that number, 218.5, he's gone over 6-1 and one this year. So these are some little interesting good edges that you can take advantage of, and this prop analyzer is really, really cool. So if you're a prop guy, again, I'm more of a conventional regular spread, uh, you know, total um, or, or money line here, obviously. But if you're a prop person, I really, really want to recommend it. I'm actually kicking myself that I didn't uh, kind of talk about it more, but I really, really think this prop analyzer, if you're betting props, at least take a look at it. Some really good stuff, including a couple props for tonight. They're big on Nick Chubb going over 83.5 rushing yards tonight. So keep an eye on that. And actually mixing under 67.5. That would be another angle here. But uh, also we have a bunch of great articles for today. The Breeders' Cup, if your horse racer is coming up here soon. So we'll have a lot of uh, bets from the crew. We'll also be looking at 
College Football Week 10, can you believe it? It's already coming up here quick. NFL Week 9, uh, as well as some great World Series coverage as well. So sign up for free, vsan.com slash newsletter. And then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, sign up for a vsan all-access membership. we got college basketball coming up here pretty soon. we got NHL in full swing, NBA, football. we still got the World Series. It's a great time right now to be betting on sports. And with so many different sports going on, so much information, uh, it can be, it get confusing. It can get overwhelming. Well, VEASAN, we're going to make it easy on it. We're going to give you great coverage for everything right now. We'll never guarantee a winner. There's no such thing as a lock. Uh, but it is a lock that we're going to give you great insights to help you make the smartest bet that you can. So uh, sign up, become a member. It's less than 70 cents a day. You'll get access to all this great coverage, including best bets sent to your email, the pro tips, the tools, as well as the live stream of all the VEASAN shows. So check it out. Give it a shot. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. Then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter's where we stay plugged into a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. I'll give you an example in the NBA uh, for our 6 p.m. rule, which is, again, waiting till later in the day to bet these games because out of nowhere, Joel Embiid or someone could be you know questionable or out and kind of screw up your cap that you've been doing all day. Uh, but Twitter is huge for all sports, breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters. Uh, it's really, really important here. So make sure you're on Twitter. Follow at Live. Make sure you follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email. Questions, comments, suggestions. Got to get referred to a new book. Need an app to track your bets. Got a question about gambling philosophy or bet splits. You let me know. Uh, Josh at VEASAN.com. So that being said, after an 8-0 weekend, and honestly, I'm, I'm, I'm laughing out loud that I said 7-0 and I was happy. I was like, oh, we're so hot. We undersold ourselves a win. We, you're damn right we're going to take credit for that win because when we get losses, we, we, take the, we take the beats for the losses. So I think in betting, it's only natural to be excited about your wins because when you lose, again, it feels pretty rough. But again, when you win, I don't think there's anything wrong. Don't get too cocky. Don't get too arrogant. Don't double down, triple down. But be, be proud of yourself because betting is not easy. When you're hot, it seems easy. But betting can humble you. You could be 8-0 and over the weekend and then go, you know, I don't know, 0-5 tonight. That's just how difficult betting is in general. But, again, I think it's okay to sometimes be excited because it's hard. It's not easy. It may seem easy, but it's not. Uh, and, again, you want to keep that perspective that forced amongst the trees, never get too high, never get too low. So, anyway, guys, let's look toward the NFL. Quick recap of uh, yesterday. Just a couple games that I wanted to mention here. Overall, we saw favorites go 9-4 and straight up. But you split here dogs' favorites uh, to the uh, ATS against the spread. It was 6-6-1. Six, six and one. Uh, You also saw under, slight under here, 7-6. and six. So it kind of told me it was a mixed bag. A um, couple of these ones that really caught my eye. I don't know if anyone played Denver in the early game on Sunday. Didn't We talked? We mentioned this a little bit, how Russell Wilson uh, was upgraded to probable, and you saw that go from minus 3 all the way down to like minus 2 for Jacksonville. But then it actually flipped, dog, uh, not dog to fade, but it got all the way down to, I think, Jacksonville minus 1. So a ton of late money coming in. That's something we always talk about. Limits are raised. Big bets coming in. Denver got all the way down to one after being at three all week. Denver ends up winning and covering. So you love seeing that one. Uh, a couple others that caught my eye. New Orleans. I wasn't brave enough to play New Orleans, but I'm glad I didn't bet Vegas because that was a classic. Looked like Vegas was the easy play. Yet, uh, you actually had Vegas open and pretty much stay at minus two all week. And then they got down to minus one. And that you're scratching your head because Vegas, I believe, was one of your most lopsided bets. I think, uh, and again, percentages mean nothing. Okay, well, Vegas was getting like 80% of bets, yet they fell minus two to minus one. So that was one of those makes no sense, uh, fishy line move to New Orleans. If you were brave enough to bet New Orleans, congrats to you. I just think to me, uh, also when you're betting sports, you're, you're looking for, you know, in my opinion, like sharp plays that fit our model. 
um, contrarian, some some sign of sharp action, whether it's steam, RLM, line freeze, severe move, 50-50 line move, whatever the, it may be. Uh, but also, it can help you to lay off games. So to me, the, it wasn't exactly, you didn't have to be brave to take New Orleans, even though we saw indication that New Orleans was the sharp bet, only getting like 20% of bets, but the line fell plus two to plus one, RLM. But it would give you basically the idea of, hey, Vegas in my head seems like the better team and seems like they could roll over New Orleans, who is starting Andy Dalton. But don't bet with your uh, your heart. Don't bet with what you think or expect or want to happen. It can help you to lay off bets and be just as important as making a bet. So hopefully that you know two to one at least made you lay off of uh, Vegas because it was too good to be true and the line went against them. Uh, Carolina to me put that up on the refrigerator, print it out, uh, and have that be a blueprint example of pretty much everything we always talk about on the Market Insights Pod and the Morning Bets Pod. If you're a data driven sharp contrarian better, Carolina to me. Start to finish, contrarian RLM, line fell, 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 severe move, divisional dog, came through, lose by three. So great cover there with Carolina. Uh, tough B, or no, hold on, keep cruising. Let's see, Minnesota uh, got up to minus four. They were three and a half all week. That was a fade the trendy dog. Money line that. Again, obviously, if you took spread, you would have gotten more on the buyback, but I'm not going to complain about a win. New England and the Jets. This one, to me, was a good, uh, quick teachable moment. Buy low, sell high. New England, I'm a Pats fan. They've looked terrible. The Jets were flying high, 5-2. and two. But the reason why, and I was looking at the Jets, and even I injected some of my bias, like, man, divisional dog. Jets, can you find a three? I made, You know, it makes sense here, but I'm glad I didn't play it. I wasn't brave enough to play New England, but there was a sign of sharp money to New England because they were actually a fade the trendy dog contrarian play. They were getting, I want to say, like 40% of bets. Uh, and yet they move from, you know, minus one and a half, minus two up to minus three. They're even juiced up minus three to minus 115. So that was a, another example of, hey, maybe the Jets seem like the obvious play like Vegas was, but there are reasons to be a little bit scared because they were the public play with the line going against them. Uh, so if you did play New England, congrats. Nice hit there. Uh, Tennessee and Houston. I think this is a perfect example of a buy low play. Uh, we did see Malik Willis uh, was named the starter over Tannehill or Tannehill was hurt and Malik Willis played. Uh, but Tennessee actually opened at one point. Remember this one? We talked about it all week. They were like minus five. They got down to like minus two. Um, and then when you saw Tannehill was going to be out for Willis, it actually flipped at one point to, I believe, Houston minus one and then came back to Tennessee minus one. But basically, it's, it's a bit wonky here. But what I'm getting at is you saw the obvious play was, hey, Tannehill's out, hit Houston. But when it bottomed out at Houston minus one and then flipped back to Tennessee minus one or one and a half, and that was kind of an opportunity to buy low on Tennessee with the line going back in their favor. So think of it this way. If you're betting Houston minus one or plus one, you're getting the absolute worst of it. It kind of went back to Tennessee as almost a buy low opportunity there. So if you bet Tennessee, good job. Uh, we talked about Seattle, fade the trendy dog, open minus three. Everyone betting the G-men. Yeah, data's meaningless, but we use data to cash that one on Seattle. Uh, also, the Colts we mentioned, or Washington, plus three, pretty much always juiced up, plus three, minus 115 to Washington. They came through. Now, the one that I added late that really, really annoyed me was San Fran and the Rams. The Rams were pretty sharp. This is kind of the sh one sharp play that did not come through that was it was pretty frustrating because I did take the Rams as a late play. Uh, but San Fran was pretty much all week, like, minus two down to minus one. And then on game day, late movement actually flipped Rams to minus one. And I actually got Rams at plus one, beat the closing line. They closed minus one. They had a lead at halftime and then completely imploded in the second half. I don't think, I don't think they scored a single point. Uh, but that was a sharp bet that, hey, sometimes sharp bets lose. So if you're on the Rams like me, I wouldn't feel too bad. Uh, that was a pretty sharp play. It just did not come through. I think they're only getting, I want to say, like 38% of bets, something like that. Uh, but again, sharp play didn't come through. We got to admit, again, not every sharp play is going to win, but they are going to win 
55 to 60% of the time. That's why we want to be on the sharp side. Uh, Green Bay Buffalo, I didn't play this one. I actually was leaning Buffalo. I'm actually glad I laid off because, man, what an awful bad beat. Uh, minus 10.5, you win by 10. You're in, in control of that game pretty much the entire time. But one takeaway from that game would be primetime unders. Primetime unders are now 15 and 9, 63% this year. And you cashed once again there with that Green Bay Buffalo primetime under. So you'll love to see it, guys. Uh, we're going to take a very, very short break. Again, teachable moments. Always do your autopsy, whether it's good or bad. Uh, to you know, kind of lean on your strengths, your weaknesses. What'd you get right? What'd you get wrong? Uh, I think it's really important every Monday to look back at your card and kind of use whatever teachable moments or things you can file away to maybe help you cash a bet in the future. You know, to your advantage here. So uh, anyway, guys, gonna take a short break, but then jack, uh, get uh, get ready. Um, you know, stat was I gonna say? Uh, I was gonna say <laughs> jacked up. I'm jacked up, but I would say strap up, strap in. That's what I meant to say. But strap up, strap in. Pull up a uh, chair to the virtual bar. Guys, I'm going to keep riding with these four packs. You know, again, you're walking into the uh, the liquor store, which we call the Packy. I don't know if anyone calls it the Packy. It's something that you call it in New England here. But you go to the Packy, it's, uh, you know, we're going to be handing, handing out candy, candy tonight. Give me a four pack. Give me a nice four pack of, uh, I don't know, Sam Summer or Sam Summer, Sam, Sam Winter Ale. We've got a four pack of bets here. We've been riding the four pack. It's been doing us well. So let's keep it going. I got one NFL, one MLB, one NHL, and one NBA. So don't go anywhere. We're going to uh, unload our four-pack on a big Monday uh, Halloween edition, episode 691 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with, and go 8-0 and over the weekend with your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We will be right back. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. MTV's official Challenge podcast is back for another season. And guess what? So are we. Just in case you forgot, I'm Tori Deal. I'm a six-time finalist and a challenge champion. And I'm Anissa Ferrer, and I've been gracing your screens for the last two decades. I am a veteran challenger and challenge all-star. And speaking of all-stars, All-Stars 4 is finally here. I'm going to be honest. I literally thought this day was never going to come. Well, the challenge gods have answered our prayers, and we're going to be right here along with you fans covering every episode on the podcast. And this season takes it to a whole new level. Old school legends, modern power players, redemption seekers, and ex-lovers are all competing in Cape Town, South Africa for the prize of $300,000. Anyone can win, relationships matter, and only one all-star will claim the title of challenge champion. Listen to MTV's official challenge podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. 
When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. This episode of Market Insights is brought to you by Yes on Prop 27 and DraftKings. Half the country already allows online sports betting for adults 21 years and older. It's time to let California fans and sports bettors in on the action. There's no good reason why your friends in New York, Chicago, Phoenix, Portland, and Boston can bet online while Californians are still forced to deal with shady bookies. Prop 27 ensures that California will finally catch up to the rest of the country. So make sure you're registered, you're registered to vote if you live in California. Make sure you show up to the polls at the midterm elections on November 8th and make sure you vote yes and bring along five friends to vote yes on Prop 27. Let's legalize sports betting in the biggest state in the country. Hashtag let us bet. All right, everyone, we are back at it after an epic, epic weekend uh, for the for the data-driven betters. The, uh, the question, the data, flat earth, gravity is meaningless betters. They had a tough time there, uh, but not us looking toward the data, uh, cashing a big, big weekend here overall. So you love to see it, guys. Uh, but anyway, uh, we started the pod doing our teachable moments, going over the weekend. Uh, now let's get back into the sweats for tonight. So Monday Night Football, let's start here, guys. Cincinnati and Cleveland. I'm going to go Cleveland plus three and a half. And I'll give you a couple uh, examples why. And then I'm also going to tell you how to make sure you find the hook on the three and a half. That is really, really crucial here. So let's take a step back. Uh, this is a huge buy low, sell high, huge lopsided bet here in favor of Cincinnati. They're the really public play. So Cincinnati across the board uh, is getting 84% of bets. They are a huge public play tonight right off the bat. If one team's getting 84%, I automatically want to be on the 16% side. Why? Because more often than not, the public loses. The house always wins. The public loses. Again, they're going to win here and there. I'm not going to deny that, but we're playing a long game. And if the public obvious bet the favorite, lay the points, take the over, parlay them all, if that was the winning ticket, the public would be millionaires. They'd quit their day jobs. Vegas would go bankrupt. So you hear me say it all the time, but we have new people listening every day. That's the whole point of trying to go contrarian. Uh, but 84% one side, 16% the other. Automatically, I want the 16% to bet against the public. Also, you look at contrarian betting. It gets really good in these primetime heavily bet spots because it's a one-off game where there's nowhere else to go, unlike a regular Sunday where you have you know, 10, 12, 14 games to choose from. So just a contrarian play right off the bat, value on Cleveland to buy low on Cleveland. It's also a really good buy low spot on Cleveland because the Cincinnati Bengals have won two straight. They've won four of their last five. Um, Cleveland, by the way, has lost four straight. So you have one team who's playing pretty well, the other team who's playing terrible right now, although Cleveland did cover last week, plus 6.5 uh, at the Ravens here. So everyone's betting Cincy. It's a Cincy probably overvalued public play, and it's a buy-low hazmat play in Cleveland. And you got to wear that. I, I actually am kicking myself. I should literally have a hazmat suit. Can you imagine that if I did up my hit with Tim Murray and Sean King tonight wearing a hazmat suit? Ah, I can't believe I haven't gotten it yet. I got At least for next year, I got to grab it. Uh, but anyway, um, this is the ultimate buy-low sell high, super contrarian play. But aside from that, 
again, contrarian is just a foundation. It's a foundational pillar. Uh, it has a long-term uh, successful and smart theory behind it. But if you want to just be a successful better, you can't just go contrarian. That's a starting point. It's not the end-all be-all. The other side of it is that, hey, we need an indication of sharp action, respected money coming in. And I think we do have this on Cleveland because here's the thing, guys. Cincinnati opened as a three-point favorite. Uh, they've pretty much stayed minus three. If they're getting 84% of bets, shouldn't Cincy be minus three up to minus four, up to minus five? Shouldn't this line continue to go up and up and up towards Cincinnati? Uh, you would think nine times out of ten we get super lopsided action. That's, that's what's going to happen. However, the fact that it hasn't, Tells me that there's some liability here on Cleveland at home. So again, uh, minus three stayed minus three. It is juiced up Cincy minus three at minus 115 or minus 120. Um, but what's notable to me is that throughout the week, every time that this has crept up to the hook, plus three and a half, you've gotten a ton of sharp buyback on Cleveland plus three and a half, bringing it back down to three. So that's an indication. A line freezes when you have heavy betting one side, but the line won't move. It tells you that, hey, books aren't really concerned about the $5 average Joe bets on Cincy. They're more concerned about Cleveland. Uh, the sharp wise guys looking to get Cleveland plus the hook. That's why they'll juice you up on Cincy, but they won't give you the hook uh, off the, or at least across the board. There are a couple shops again, shop for the best line here, but also guys, it's a misconception. I see this on Twitter all the time. The books want 50, 50 action. They want it down the middle. So they have no liability and they can just rake in the juice. And no matter what happens, they'll, they'll win, but that's actually not the case. I've talked to a bunch of different bookmakers, Thomas, Thomas Gable at the Borgata, Chris Andrews, uh, and they'll all tell you, if you if you, po if you uh, bump into them at the book, they'll tell you, we don't really want 50-50 action. They're okay with having a need. They're okay with taking a position as long as they think it's the sharp side. So I just want to kind of refute that, uh, you know, kind of that, um, you know, public kind of misconception there. Books will be lopsided if they feel like they're on the right side. Just keep that in mind. And that's what I think you have here, lopsided Cincy, but they feel like they're on the right side with Cleveland, which is why they don't want to hand out that better number. So we have a line freeze, you know, again, some reverse line movement every time it's three and a half back down to three super contrarian. You have a bunch of betting systems here. Primetime dogs uh, have been great this year. They are now 13 and 10 ATS 57%. They're 59% over the last few years. Uh, if you are at three and a half, it would match our great system dogs three and a half or more. That's 64% ATS this year. Divisional dogs are 56% ATS dogs who missed the playoffs last year, 59% all matching here with Cleveland. Um, so I'm going Cleveland, but here's the thing. Number one, have multiple outs. If you find a three and a half, I, I already took the three and a half. I'm on three and a half. Here's the other thing though. If you're at a book, all your books are all minus three, minus one twenty Cincinnati. I wouldn't grab Cincy plus three or sorry. I wouldn't grab Cleveland plus three immediately. I'd wait it out. You may, if you just wait naturally public betting on, on burrow people, uh, coming back from work and, you know, want to get down after Halloween, uh, to, uh, and again, Halloween tonight, I don't know how, where it is, where you guys are, but in Massachusetts, it's six to 8 PM. So when that window closes, maybe you're going to get, get the drinks flowing. You're going to watch the game in your costume. You're going to, you're going to, uh, eat like a hundred, uh, like uh, what's my over under seven and a half Reese's peanut butter cups tonight. That's my over under hammer the over, uh, especially if we have Cleveland winning the game. But anyway, um, that's going to be a, uh, a good lopsided play again, betting against Cincy kind of lost my, my train of thought there. What was I saying about that? I was talking about trick-or-treating. Anyway, whatever. Oh, what I was saying is to get the hook. So if the hook's available to you, I'm glad grabbing Cleveland plus 3.5. If it's Cincinnati, it may naturally go up to 3.5 by the time you get to kickoff. You can walk that tightrope and just wait it out. Or here's one thing. Uh, buying points in general, I'm against. Buying points is basically, I don't know if new betters may not know this, but you don't have to play like a minus 3, minus 120 Cincy or a plus 3, plus 100 for Cleveland. You could buy the point, half point here or there. Now, 
I learned a long time ago that buying points when I when I discovered I'm like, oh great, every bet I make, let me just buy another extra half point, increase my chances of winning. But here's the dirty little secret. Every time you buy a point one way or the other, it jacks up the price. So it's typically like 20 cents every half point that you buy. So it actually doesn't make as big a difference as you think, and you're just going to eat at your bankroll by paying more juice. However, however, the only situations where I'm like, okay, I still have heartburn, but I'm okay with buying a half point is around a key number when you're juiced down. We always talk about juiced up when you're juiced down, and you can basically pay the 20 cents and not have that bad of a number. So I'll give you a perfect example. I have two books available to me that are Cleveland plus three at minus at plus a hundred. So even money here, I, I, what I can do. And what I did was I bought a half point to Cleveland plus three and a half at minus minus one twenty. So I took that plus a hundred paid the 20 cents for the half point. Now I'm at plus three and a half at minus minus one twenty. Now, do I love laying a minus one twenty? No. Uh, but on the other hand, if it was like, you know, let's say it was like minus minus one ten both sides and you could bet plus three up to plus three and a half. That would then be minus 130. Like, that's just getting too high. And when I buy points, I don't want to go over minus 120. But to me, minus 120, it's a little high, but it's not that bad. And again, that's the only situation around key numbers where I'd be willing to pay 20 cents and get an extra half point there. So, again, you could wait it out, try to get the Cleveland three and a half, or you could find a book that's, again, super juiced down and just buy it back up with 20 cents to take Cleveland plus three and a half. So, I'm on Cleveland plus three and a half. Find the hook. If they lose by three, you want to cash to the hook. Give me the hazmat play on Halloween. The Halloween hazmat play. Let's get that thing hashtag trending on Twitter. But I give me Halloween hazmat Cleveland plus three and a half at minus 120. Uh, also with the total, again, how do you not play these primetime unders? I'm not going to play it. I know they've done great. I just kind of contradicted myself right there. But I like my edge on Cleveland. And with this total, I would go under or nothing. But open 45, it got up to 47 and a half. Now it's back down to 45. You do have some good uh, divisional under trends, 69%. Primetime unders. 60, uh, 64%. Uh, they've all done pretty well here. Uh, but to me, I have my edge on Cleveland. I don't want to kind of push it both sides. I also mentioned, I, I can't believe it took me so long to mention this. No Jamar chase tonight, best wide receiver. One of the best wide receivers in football. Uh, that's a big blow here to Cincinnati. If he's in, this thing's probably way above three and a half, maybe three and a half or four at this point. But, uh, again, with no chase, that would make me like the under a little bit more here. But again, I'm leaning, I'm rooting for anyone on the under, but I am on Cleveland plus three and a half at minus one twenty. Let's keep on cruising, guys. A couple more bets for tonight. World Series. Uh, I'm going Houston. Give me Houston on the money line. Uh, a couple reasons why I like Houston here. So, number one, the series is tied 1-1. We've now flipped from Houston to Philly. Uh, those Philly fans, uh, don't get me started. On the Philly fans, when I used to work at Jerry Remy's right next to Fenway Park, uh, they were the craziest fans I have ever seen. Uh, and, again, they would stuff the urinals with Bud Lights and dip. It was absolutely disgusting. The toilets would be clogged and overflowing. And you Philly fans, uh, I don't know, you, got, you guys are a different breed out there. Uh, but anyway, so basically watch out for Philly and JD drew will tell you, watch out for the batteries that they throw at you and right field. If anyone knows what I'm talking about back in the day, uh, you always get a JD drew reference every few years from me, uh, terrible contract. But when he hit the grand slam in the playoffs, it was all worth it as a Red Sox fan side note, give me Houston here, guys going into hostile territory. A couple things I like about Houston. Number one, uh, line move Houston open minus minus one twenty. They're up to minus minus one thirty. That's a pretty good 10 cent steam move in favor of Houston. And why is that notable? If it was like 80% of bets on Houston, I'd be like, okay, you know, maybe some sharp and, you know, pro, uh, you know, pro and Joe money. But this looks like purely pro money because if you look at our VEASAN.com bet splits, only 39% of bets are taking Houston. Public's on the trendy dog Philly at home. Take the plus money. But only 39% bets, but 55% money on Houston. So that's low bets, higher dollars, steam move, reverse line move. I'm fading this trendy dog. Give me Houston here. Uh, I think the advantage would be obviously on the bump. You have Lance McCullers, who's done really well. 
you know, this year, even though he was hurt for a while, 4-2, and 2.27 ERA in the postseason. Uh, Houston's won both of his starts. 2.45 ERA is only given up three runs in 11.1 innings pitched. He'll be opposed by Thor, Cindergard. Uh 10 and 10, 3.94 ERA. He's pitched out of the pen, gone 5.1 innings pitched, given up one earned run this postseason. <clears throat> but I think the advantage is here toward Houston. Also, if you look at Houston, they would be a correlative betting favorite low total. This total is eight, juiced up a little bit under, minus 115. Uh, and you do have uh, Houston in this spot uh, doing really well as a favorite. Um, against righties, even on the road. Uh, give me Houston. I got Houston at minus 130. And I would mention just with a total, uh, could it be some weather issues here? I was looking at the forecast. Looks like it's going to be, it's not like freezing cold. It's going to be like 60 degrees, but it could be a little bit of rain here. So keep an eye out for that. Uh, but again, I would lean a little bit under just because it's eight juiced up under minus 115. But my only play here, give me Houston. Low bets, higher dollars, sharp reverse line move on a contrarian favorite. I'm on Houston minus one. 30 uh, over to the NHL uh, NHL here, guys. My only play tonight. There's only three bets in general uh, that you could choose from. I'm going Carolina. I don't know what it is. There's two teams in the NHL. I feel like I, I you know, we're having a good year NHL to start, but there's two teams that I feel like don't come through for us. It's the Kings. When I bet against them, they win. When I bet on them, they lose And Carolina. I feel like I bet a couple of them early in one. And then the last two, I think I bet on them. They've lost. But anyway, I'm going Carolina here tonight, guys. Uh, Carolina is a good sharp line move. They open as low as, you know, minus 180. They're up to minus 195, minus 200. So pretty good steam move in their favor. Uh, so match a couple systems that we like. Uh, home favorite with a line move. It's been the best system to start this year. 43 and 18, 70%. Uh, you also look at favorites off a win. They are 66% the last two years. Uh, home favorites, 65%. So a lot of matches here with Carolina. They are 5-1 as a favorite this year. They have they are higher in scoring and better defense compared to Washington. You may get the backup goalie Lindgren for Washington tonight because I think they play they play VGK tomorrow. So I don't know if you're going to start Kemper tonight or tomorrow, but could get a backup goalie. Then also, uh, shout-out to Andy McNeil. I always love reading his uh, daily NHL reports. Andy was talking about a lot of injuries here for Washington. So you have John Carlson, uh, one of the best defensemen in hockey, TJ Oshie, Backstrom has been out, Tom Wilson was banged up, uh, Connor Brown was banged up. So you got a lot of guys questionable or maybe out for Washington, which is probably why we're seeing this line move here to Carolina. So shop around, guys. I'm going with the number one system match, home favorite with a line move in their favor, 70% this year, 10% ROI. Give me Carolina. I got Carolina at minus 195. Again, bet trust, not bet to win. You're not risking 1.95 units to win one. You're risking your one unit. Trying to get a little a uh, little more than a half unit back. Uh, now over to the NBA. So I'm going to give you a cautionary tale, and I'm going to give you an update here on totals. So NBA, one thing with totals. Uh, I remember we we won our Celtics season opener over, and then I feel like a lot of these overs haven't been coming through. We cashed one by the skin of our teeth. I think it was like Thursday or Friday, whatever that was. That I think that Atlanta won. But totals overall, they've been going pretty good to the over. They're 54 uh, they're 53 and 41 to the over 56%. But there's one thing in particular that's been really, um, really cashing at a high rate. It's basically buying low on totals that fall quite a bit. So again, we have totals to the over 56%. But if you look at kind of what I call the buy low over that falls, if a total falls uh, two points or more, take the over, it's 17 and 9, 65%. Um, and also a sweet spot total when the total is less than 220. The over is 13 and 7, 65% as well. So I talked about this one in morning bets earlier this morning. I like the over. It's fallen even more. I think it's got to be Joel Embiid might not be playing in this one. It's uh, the 76ers and the Wizards. 
Um, but I'm going to continue to play the system match. I'm going to buy low and take this 76ers Wizards over. It opened at 220.5. It's now down to 216.5. So even if Embiid isn't out there, this would match all our sweet spots. Buying low off a dip. Uh, sweet spot uh, total over when it's less than 220. Overs in general have been doing well. Embiid, obviously, a really good offensive guy, but also a good defensive guy. So maybe you're not going to clog the paint in the middle as much and maybe give it make it a little bit easier for the Wizards uh, to score here. But I'm going to play the system match. Again, I fully admit, some respect and money hit this under. Embiid is out. I'm a little bit nervous just because, again, it seems like we're walking the tightrope here. Think of it this way, though. If you're betting under 216.5, you're getting the worst of it. You're four points off the opener. So, to me, this creates a buy-low opportunity to take the over. Uh, and if you look at um, just a couple angles here for Philly and for um, uh, for the Wizards, uh, you also could have a tired over. So Philly played the 29th, Washington second leg of a back-to-back. Uh, maybe you're not going to play much defense here. If your legs are tired, maybe get more scoring. Uh, and then also offensively, Philly is number 10, offensive efficiency in the NBA. And you also have a short spread. It's only Philly now by minus four. I think at one point they were like minus five earlier this morning. So again, probably Embiid's not going to play uh, based on exactly what we're seeing here. And now if he's in, you're probably going to see this number shoot back up, which would be nice. But even if he's out, still rocking this over. But a short spread. Maybe get back and forth, maybe get overtime. So buy low, fully admit there was some under money. There's reasons to be concerned with Embiid probably out just by the fact that this total has fallen and the line's fallen to the Wizards. But I'm going to stick to my system play here. Buying low on a dip. Give me Sixers, Wizards, over 216.5. So our bets for tonight, guys, Cleveland, plus 3.5 in the NFL. MLB, Houston, minus 130. NHL, Carolina, minus 195. And NBA, buy low, Philly, Wizards, over 216.5. Now, real quick to college football. It's early in the week. I'll just tell you guys this. Get ready because starting tomorrow, we got, I believe, college every single day. So we have Maction, which if you've never bet Maction, it's going to be the highest, the highs, lowest, the lows because it is just absolutely insane. But two games tomorrow night, uh, two games Wednesday night, three games Thursday night, four games Friday night. I mean, college, just get ready. We are going to enter a crazy, crazy, awesome, exciting time to bet college football. So again, each day we'll be betting these numbers. I hope to kind of look forward a little bit. Hopefully get a better number. Um, you know, one thing I did notice was when is this? Let's see. Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, app state coastal. I just saw a quick move toward app state. They were like getting two, and now they're minus two and a half at coastal Carolina. Again, these are just, uh, we'll have full breakdowns each day, but long story short, prepare yourself for the craziness. The action starting tomorrow. We'll have college every single day. So hallelujah. A uh, couple things I just wanted to mention real quick. Again, it's too early in the week for me to make a lot of, you know, you know, just judgments one way or the other. But I would just be a little careful with Tennessee. Um, Tennessee obviously has been great here. They're number two in the country. Georgia's number one. Tennessee-Georgia is going to be a great game here. It's your most heavily bet game of the weekend. Um, you did see a little move toward Tennessee. This game actually opened. I saw a lot of shops that were like minus nine Georgia. Now it's down to minus eight and a half. So again, a little movement to Tennessee, grab the points. I totally get it. Two good teams. Might as well take uh, Tennessee plus the points here, right? Just be a little careful because I looked at our VEASAN.com bets plus from DraftKings. 92% of bets are on Tennessee getting the points. So that scares me. That is a trendy trend. That is an ultimate trendy dog. You know, trendy dogs are getting a dog getting 70%, 80%, 92%. Just be careful. That Tennessee could be, your, could be walking into a buzzsaw with that one. When I fully admit, the eye test tells me, hey, it's a close game. Grab the points. You know, if this thing falls anymore, it could be a buy opportunity to grab Georgia. So just wanted to mention that real quick. And then we do have a lot of um, unranked home favorites ranked opponent for this uh, Saturday. One that caught my eye real quick, Syracuse and Pitt. 
Uh, Syracuse goes into this one ranked number 22. Pitt is unranked. Cuse is two and six. Pittsburgh's four and four. Cuse is six and two ATS. Pitt is two and six ATS. Uh, so everybody and their mother here is on Syracuse, but yet Pitt actually opened minus three. They're up to minus three and a half. I saw one book actually four down to three and a half. But either way, you're minus three and a half with a unranked home fave ranked opponent. So maybe that's a money line play on Pittsburgh there. But again, we'll have a full breakdown throughout the week. But those are just a couple, couple early, early little samples, sample sizes. You know, when you're going to Costco and you got the uh, the nice, sweet old lady and the wearing the the thing on her head so her hair doesn't get in the food and she gives you the free samples. Uh, those are just a little couple free samples for this weekend. So, again, we got a lot of time to let the public do their thing and for us to monitor the market and try to make the smartest bet that we can. Uh, but that about does it for the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, the Halloween edition, episode 691. Reminder, if you enjoy the Market Insights Podcast, if you know that data is meaningful and important, is it the only thing? No. Is it the only way to bet? No. But it's important, and it's really, really critical. And I don't know how much we have to do to prove to people that it's real because we just went 8-0 this weekend using low bets, higher dollars, sharp reverse line moves, data-driven uh, analysis here. So, again, this is the vendetta I have, but I didn't start this fight. This fight came to me, and I'm not going to back down and, and and have people you know, kind of talk crap about a betting system that is near and dear to my heart, and I know wins, and I know helps, especially new bettors who, again, struggle and need a blueprint. Well, here it is. Boom. Be a market-driven better. Again, not the only way, but it's a way that you can succeed uh, if you stick to it and you're disciplined. Uh, but anyway, if you enjoyed the pod, if you had a good weekend, I know you did. You had to. 8-0 from the plays we talked about. If you got 20 bucks lying around in your pocket, make my day. Do something to make me very happy. Go to Amazon.com. Type in, in the search bar at the top, the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Find it by Josh Applebaum. Hit buy. Pick up a copy. Pick up a couple. Give it to a friend. Give it to a buddy. Uh, give it to your friend that said, yeah, the G-men, the G-men are getting three. The book, the wrong team is favored. Take the G-men. Uh, okay, okay, there, there you go. Just just tell them, hey, it's okay. How about you flip to the chapter on contrarian betting here? So anyway, guys, pick one up. It's got everything you learn in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, all included in my book, The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. So if you want to pick one up, it would mean the world to me, guys. Again, if you already have, thank you, thank you, and thank you again. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brooklyn, New Hampshire, Foxwoods, or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, before you know it, every day we get closer to sweating games live legally at the Encore in Boston, uh, or, of course, uh, in New York, breaking hand records every day with my guy Bernie, uh, who's a wise guy there in New York, one of my buddies, uh, or also out in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, or at Stadium Swim with your feet in the pool, sweating sharp, contrarian, data-driven plays, and just letting the haters hate, and you sip on your pina colada and then cash your ticket uh, at the at Circa, or, of course, uh, two other favorites of mine, Mandalay Bay and the Superbook, wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me, UFC 2-0. Show me a Griffin ticket, show me a Costa ticket. College football 2-0, show me a K-State or UCF ticket. NFL 4-0, show me a Carolina, Minnesota, Washington, or Seattle ticket. Friday, how about FIU and, and ECU? Show me any one of those guys. We're both going to smile. We're going to laugh uh, because we know the truth about data-driven contrarian betting. It can be very, it is, it can be, and it is a very success, uh, a very um, smart way of approaching. Again, not the only way, but a play that we use to our advantage. So let the haters hate. We'll cash our tickets, guys. Have a great day. Good luck. Uh, have a great Halloween. Hope everyone's got their costumes ready. Hand out some good candy. I also got to work on my playlist. I got to have like Thriller and all my different hits. Uh, I always feel like somebody's watching me. That's one of my favorites. We're going to pump that. I got my little Bose, uh, you know, 
uh, my Bose remote speaker that I'm going to put out there and, and get ready for all the kids and maybe and uh, also I do I do a lot of uh, Star Wars theme songs so just get ready if you come to our house uh, it's going to be a good time but I'm excited guys enjoy Halloween over under seven and a half Reese's peanut butter cups we got steam to the over that just went to eight but I hope you have a great day my parting words as always stay sharp stay contrarian bet against the public place yourself on the side of the house always be with the smart money never against it will smart money win every time of course not. We're playing a long game, and Smart Money's going to win between 55 and 60%. That's why we want to be with the Sharps, not against them. But we don't have to bet every game. That's the beauty of being a data-driven better. You just pick the games that fit the model. Uh, and again, our model is uh, low bets, higher dollars, sharp contrarian, against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, no same-game parlays, and get some closing line value. If we can do that, we're going to be okay long-term. So I wish you the best of luck. Enjoy your Halloween tonight. Give out some good candy to the trick-or-treaters. Let's go Browns. Let's have a night, guys. Good luck. And as always, do not forget to tip your ticket writer. Trick-or-treat. And again, beware of the bad beats. No no, 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 no tricking with the bad beats tonight. Let's get after it. Uh, have a great day, guys. Good luck. Enjoy your Halloween. I'm Saleha Mosin, and I've covered economic policy for years and reported on how it impacts people across the United States. In 2016, I saw how voters were leaning towards Trump and how so many Americans felt misunderstood by Washington. So I started The Big Take DC. We dig into how money, politics, and power shape government and the consequences for voters. With new episodes every Thursday, you can listen to The Big Take DC on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Big Take from Bloomberg News brings you what's shaping the world's economies with the smartest and best-informed business reporters around the world. We cover the stories behind what's moving money in markets and help you understand what's happening, what it means, and why it matters every afternoon. I'm Sarah Holder. I'm Saleh Mosin, And I'm David Gura. Listen to The Big Take on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast.